0: Hi guys, it's your favorite BFF, Latavia the Writer, and you are listening to the BFF Podcast. Hey BFFs. Okay, I know I always say I'm super excited about all of my guests, and I really am, but my guest today is from my hometown, and even though I left my city, I still rep my city. Pine Bluff, Arkansas is where I was born and raised, and so is my guest, Ashia Wynn leonard But not just Ashia Wynn leonard guys, Dr. Ashia Wynn leonard Not only is my girl a pharmacist, she is also a writer, a television show producer, an amazing, amazing prayer leader at our ministry, and also she is a new wife. I'm just summing it up for you guys, but trust me, she is so much more, but I'm going to let her tell you that. I hope you enjoyed the episode because I definitely did. Hey, Ashia, how are you? Hey, Tay, I am great. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm so excited to have you on my show, and I'll tell you why later. But um, I'm um, glad to be here. Thank you, thank you. So I gave the listeners a brief intro about you, but in true BFF fashion, I would love for you to briefly tell everybody who you are and where you're from. Okay, so I am uh, Dr.
1: Ashia Nguyen-Leonard. I am from the amazing city of Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Yes. I, yes, Bluff city. And I currently live in Nashville, Tennessee, and pharmacist by trade, by education, but definitely have shifted over into the amazing world of writing, and it has just opened up so many doors for me in writing and communication and I am just
0: exploring that to the max. So I told the listeners that you are a new wife so you're in the wifey club. That's exciting. Yes. yes. <laughs> Come on husband. Yes,
1: it? Husband. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's been great. Now let me tell you something. Now, marriage is not me. for immature people. Okay, that thing grew me up so quickly. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of a trip, huh? Um, <laughs> I'm a handful, huh? I'm something <laughs> else, huh? Right? I'm like, whoa, you got a, you got a, you got a lot on your hands, huh? So, so yeah, it 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 really showed me so many so much about myself and I'm learning and growing every day, but it's been an amazing, an amazing ride. I'm, I'm enjoying it for
0: sure. Awesome. Yeah. You have a really awesome husband. I've, I've met him. He's so quiet though, but is he as quiet in person like as he is at home? And I am like, is he really that quiet? He,
1: <laughs> so he talks to me like a, a lot. <laughs> he does talk to me a lot, but outside of that, he really doesn't talk a whole lot and then he thinks that I talk an excessive amount and he's like oh honey you talk you talk too much you talk too much but and I'm like <laughs> oh, okay that's why you married me and I literally just keep talking um but yeah but I think part of it's personality and I think part of it is cultural too so hmm. I'm learning that he was talking about how in Haitian culture um, because my husband is Haitian actually met him in Haiti on a missions trip and so he's talking about how you're taught, you know, how in America, we kind of talk all over each other in a group and we'll just kind of bust in. You never do that. Like you're taught you when people are talking to you, you talk to them, but you don't just go and just start just talking to people. And so I was like, oh, wow. So, you know, that's a, a difference in culture that we're learning to to work through for sure.
0: That's cool. It just makes me think of like people who speak with intention. Like I'm not just rambling uh-huh. on and saying stuff that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean anything. Uh-huh. Like when I when I do speak, it's gonna be intentional. It's gonna be, you know, important and interesting. So that's what I get when I see him. Oh, absolutely. That's pretty dope. Definitely a
1: man of wisdom. So yeah, if he's saying something, then you need to be you need to be. Listening. We need to be. Li- okay,
0: gotcha. So if he ever if he ever talked to me, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be. Li- <laughs> i'm gonna listen i'm like okay i heard you was wise what you got to say so (laughs) um what i wanted to say uh at the beginning i was saying i was super excited about the interview and you mentioned it you are from pine bluff so i just want to tell everybody um when i moved to nashville i you know it was just like a fish out of water kind of like just me and my little bubble with my My kids, my three teenagers, and my husband, and we didn't know anybody. So when we went to uh, the Destiny Center in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, um, you know, I was talking to everybody, and people were telling me where they're from. And then when I heard Pine Bluff, and I think I heard Marquita say it first, and I really came undone. I was like, oh, my God, somebody (laughs) else because, you know, like we left Pine Bluff, it ain't the best place to try to be and just, you know, grow and all of that stuff. But I mean, where you're from is where you're from. When mm-hmm. it, it it builds character. And, then, oh, you know, no. I've never I'll never not tell people that I'm originally from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. I call it Pine Bluff where it's tough. So when you make it out, you ain't nowhere you can't go. And leave. Right. For sure. <laughs> So I was excited. And that was the one thing, like, I don't care what happens. There will always be a connection for for me to you and Marquita because y'all are from home. So I was like, I gotta talk to her. We gotta get on this podcast and we just gotta chop it up because if nothing else, we definitely have that in common. And I think it's super dope. So that is what I wanted to uh, okay. say. That was my exciting, you know, <laughs> reason to really have you. But I want to get into this doctor, honey. You said doctor. You didn't say Ashia. Shia. You said doctor, Ashia Shia Win Leonard. So you a whole pharmacist? Yeah,
1: yeah. I put forth the blood, sweat, and tears and time to um to earn that doctorate, honey. And it did not. It did not come come easily at all so I left Palm Bluff I went to UAPB so I went to the University of Arkansas Palm Bluff for a couple years and then transferred to Xavier in New Orleans um, to go to pharmacy school and I actually lived there for five years and became a pharmacist and it was really cool because it's something that I always wanted to do I think I was maybe in the seventh or eighth grade when I decided I wanted to be a pharmacist and then Um, put forth a plan in order to make sure that 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 happened. Um, And so yeah, it definitely was rewarding. It's a lot of hard work, but truly rewarding and worth the time
0: that I put in for sure. God, I just have so much respect for that. I mean, anytime you can go in any type of field of medicine, um, you have to have a tremendous amount of discipline, you know what I'm saying? So I just can't imagine like (laughs) having that time I got some discipline but I couldn't do it so look I commend you and I think that's dope so you went from a pharmacist to now into film and television and producing and all of that like when did you know that you had a flair for writing and producing
1: yeah and that's so interesting because um what I will say this that as a pharmacist um as a person that, you know, is involved in medicine and all of that, then it's easy to be surrounded by people that really think very logically, that think very black and white, that don't really think in a whole lot of color. I do feel like my personality, and a lot of times, was the biggest one in the place. Um, and so there were times when I kind of felt like a fish out of water, like, ah. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you guys, let's have some fun. Let's, let's, let's just really make this a little bit more colorful and exciting. But I think the um, one of the things that I intentionally did was because of that, I intentionally started surrounding myself by super creative people. So this was just a personal decision of mine to make sure that I was never boxed in. I intentionally surrounded myself by people that were super creative. And so we created such a great balance. So I started, um, I've even started businesses and uh, developed strategic friendships with people that were ultra creative. And guess what? Being in that environment really pulled a lot of creativity out of me. Um, In terms of writing, I partnered with, so Jewel Tanker is uh, my pastor. You talked about going to Destiny Center. So she's my pastor, my mentor. Um, my spiritual mother, so much she is, but in the process of all of that, then, and doing business and some other things, then she really needed a writer, so she started going into television um and she really needed a writer. Well, you know what I can't even say even before that, honestly, it was because of the church. I'm really putting all this together now because even before the writing and producing thing. I started a abstinence company with somebody else that was at the church at that time. And we wrote a book called heat between the sheets. And that book is actually, it's being used in the U S in Kenya in um, so many different places throughout the world to teach abstinence. And so that was kind of like one of my first introductions to writing, but that was really in book form. Um, and then as hmm. I started exploring that more then the tv show came along um dr jewel was had the opportunity to do a tv show she really needed a writer and i really stepped into that role and i was rusty at first girl <laughs> i was rusty <laughs> at first i had the desire but the skill hadn't fully blossomed yet
0: mm, and okay.
1: yeah and so that that yeah that was my first introduction of how I got into it, and then I really just started working, working it and working it and working it and placing a demand to become better on myself.
0: So mentioning since you mentioned Dr. Jewel, who is absolutely amazing, I'm so glad that I I have the opportunity to to know her, you and all of you guys. But that's all another episode. You are the cco of a multi-million dollar brand like that's huge (laughs) so we we got a doctor come on now we got a doctor we have a writer honey that already published the book writing producing television and then cco of a million dollar brand like can you just tell us about that part (laughs) about the cco part Uh, yes it, it is
1: definitely key I will say it is so important to be surrounded by people that pull the best out of you. Mm -hmm. And I will say being CCO and that's chief communications officer for those that may not know that and really honing in on that communications part. um, It's so, it is just so amazing and interesting how things always come together. Cause when I think about being a child, and thinking about being the kid that would never shut up, thinking about the kid um, in my family that was always talking, that was trying to be a journalist as a child, going through the grocery store and think, oh yes, mom, and these are black beans, and this is how you cook black beans. It's like, girl, what you know about a black bean? And so, <laughs> um, so seeing all of that come into this blooming communication gifting, that I didn't even fully realize that I had, that I was able to effectively communicate and not just in written form, but in talking. And pharmacy played such a huge role in that because I had to learn how to be an active listener as a pharmacist. I had to learn how to effectively communicate complex topics like medications and all of that and break it down to just the regular person to where they could understand it. And so even when things don't seem like they fit together, ultimately they do fit together. So that pharmacy piece really still played a role even in this. And I'm seeing so much more now, even how it's all coming together. But being CCO of a a multi-million dollar brand, it is is an amazing ride. And I've really seen the growth, the growth in me. And even in how things develop, I was, just the other day, I was thinking about, how um, there was a call that Dr. Jewel needed to take, uh, dealing with some partnerships and some things that we were putting in place, and um, we'd really been trying to get in contact with this one particular person and we couldn't track them down. And then finally, the person was available and Dr. Jewel wasn't available because she's you know she's taping all these, she's doing so much. And so she was in the Mm -hmm. middle of a taping session and she wasn't available. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. And so in that moment, I just heard God say, no, you take the call. You take the call. You've been, you know, that's why she has you here. You take the call. So you send a message and say, hey, let's go ahead and push forward and let's do this. I'll take the call with you. We'll work through it. We can even record the call, send it over to her. So that she can review it, but there's some questions that I'll ask you on behalf of the team, and then at least we'll get a starting point. And that thing was just so amazing. I was so nervous at first, but at the end, wow! Of, but at the end of it, I thought, wow, you have grown a lot. Like I was just able to see how much I had grown to be able to go from just her doing all the talking and me doing listening, and then over time, how she talked less and I talked a little bit more and she would push me to talk a little bit more and she pushed me to talk a little bit more and she pushed me to where in some conversations, you know, we'll jump on there and she'll say, okay, she a, um, go ahead and let them go ahead. And then she'll only fill in when needed, if needed. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like this is through her mentorship. Sometimes you're being mentored and you don't realize you're being mentored. You are just being pushed out there like go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And if you lean into that, you will grow beyond what you ever imagined. Cause I never
0: saw this coming. Wow. So I, based on what I heard, God was kind of cultivating the gift of communication at a very early mm-hmm. age. And you didn't even know, you know, really what it was for. Cause we never know. We never know. Like we can plan something. I'm going to be, a singer and then next thing you know you got a podcast so you're a doctor and then you're producing films you know so we don't know that's the funny thing about God like he has a sense of humor (laughs) and you just be like okay uh, if, if that's what we're doing so I just love the fact that you know that you were already kind of Working on it without even knowing that that was something God was God had already put in you. And in addition to all of that, because y'all, she still do a lot of other stuff. She's a prayer leader at the church. Um, she leads prayers, um, prayer on uh, some days during the week at seven a.m. and it's absolutely powerful. She's really big on worship, so you guys have to hop on on Facebook um, on the Destiny Center page at seven a.m. Uh, Monday through Friday and try to catch her or whoever else is praying because whoever else it is it's going to be amazing anyway but this is just a testament to you know all of the things that you can do and not be tired not look tired not be stressed out worn out and you know just ready to be like oh my god I got so much on my plate no you guys work so gracefully that sometimes I I mean I know y'all busy But sometimes it's like, do y'all sleep because y'all just have so much going on, but you don't look like that. So I just think God has really blessed um, the whole brand and especially you, of course, because that's who we're talking to. (laughs) Um, Just to be able to do it and to do it with so much grace, to do it with so much faith. So the, kudos to you. That, that's just really dope. And I'm proud that, um, that you're able to do all of that stuff.
1: Thanks. Thanks. I mean, it's, it's, there's a grace for it. There's definitely a grace for it where if you open your mind and you desire for your capacity to be expanded, then it will be expanded. And it's almost kind of like a, a balloon the more water or the more air you put in it, then you can put more air and you can put more air and you can put more air. You can fill it with more water. You can fill it it just it it constantly expands. But if you never blow the first air in there anyway, it's at its tightest place before the stretching ever began. But it's like the more it stretches, Ooh. the easier it is to stretch. And so I just I would absolutely encourage people to Stretch yourself beyond what you may even feel like you're capable of doing. You never really know the true capacity of what you really have until you step into some of those uncomfortable places, those challenging roles, those things that are going to force you mm. to be stretched
0: beyond yourself. And then you'll look back and go, oh, wow,
1: hey, I did that. Oh, my
0: God, that's amazing. <laughs> and so you said something. Be uncomfortable. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Step out of your comfort zone because know that moving here was very uncomfortable for my family and I. It was very, you know, we were in a good place where we were. I mean, we weren't struggling. The jobs were decent. We were good. We did not have to uproot and and move from a house to a condo. But that just shows, you know, what you said, stretch Mm -hmm. yourself, step out on faith and just don't be afraid to be uncomfortable. So for anybody that's listening, you heard it from Ashia. Shia. Be okay with being uncomfortable and stretch yourself, you know, because that's what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to be stagnant and stay in one place. It's okay to to move and stretch. You'll be surprised how far you'll go. So, um, so who gave you the best advice? Like you just dropping some good advice right now, some good nuggets, but who gave you the best advice? Oh,
1: you mean ever in life?
0: Ever in life.
1: Oh wow. Okay. So um I'm gonna just say the first thing that comes to mind Um, because there's been so much advice Um, and it came from my dad actually and every single day every single day for as long as I can remember before I would leave to go to school my dad would always say two things he would say you know the difference between right and wrong and he would say be a leader and not a follower every single day and so um, that really taught me two things number one He didn't, he trusted that what he put in me, I know. He didn't ask me, do you know the difference between right and wrong? No, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you that you know, and that I know that you know, because I put that in you. I've raised you a certain type of way. And so when what's in you needs to come out, I trust that that's what's going to rise to the top. That's my expectation for you. And then secondly, he said, be a leader, not a follower. Now, an excellent leader does have to learn how to follow. So I do want to clarify that. But him Mm -hmm. saying that gave me the freedom and the liberty to say, it's okay to think differently than everybody else. That really was the first, um, like that first seed that was planted in me that, you don't have to follow the path of everybody else. You don't it's okay if you choose to do something different. It's okay if you choose to be someone different. It's okay to be bold enough to say, Hey, I wanna explore and walk into uncharted territory. I have the capability of being able to lead and I can do it. So I would say him instilling that every single day of my childhood on the way to school really planted that seed that led to everything
0: else. Amazing. So it sounds like your dad's super wise. And uh, with that advice that he gave you, what advice would you give like a little BFF that maybe wants to be a pharmacist or a TV producer or a writer, anything like that? What would you give? uh, What kind of advice would you give them? I would definitely
1: say to them, um, now the pharmacy thing is a little bit different, so I'll come back to that. But when it comes to... The creative um, world. So talking about writing and producing and all of that, I would tell that person, just get started. Like, you do not need permission to get going. You don't need permission to get started. There is so much you can do. I'm going to tell you that um, I started by watching TV. (laughs) I mean, it sounds so simple, but I started by watching TV, watching television became, and nobody told me how to watch it, but within myself, it became like an exercise for me. I would, as I was watching it, I was dissecting the characters. I was dissecting the writing. I mean, the words that were coming out of their mouth was the most profound thing of everything, how the sentences were put together, how um, things were revealed, how some things were spoken and then some things were just shown. And the difference, the timing, I would watch TV and I would have my stopwatch and say, oh, okay, so it took them three minutes to transition from this to that. Okay, I got it. It took them 30 seconds to nail down this point. I just started studying it. It was something in me that was like, I want to know more about this. And so it doesn't take a lot to get started. Any, you can start just by watching your TV and taking notes while you're watching you don't like what the characters are saying, rewrite it. While you're watching the show, Mm -hmm. rewrite the script. How would you have written that episode? How would you have led into that? Talk back to the TV. Oh, mm, no, that probably was a poor word choice. I would have put this there. No, okay, this is what they need to have this person do next. The next scene ought to be that. Then when you see it pop up, you really know you're on to something like, wow, I was really able to tap into the mindset of the person that wrote this okay, I think this character is going to end up doing that. I think that person you can do all of that for free. It doesn't take so just get going um, and then seek out even outside of professional mentorship. There's all kinds of things. There's Masterclass um, Masterclass the program. I think it's less than $200 for the entire year but Shonda Rhimes teaches a class on Uh, screenwriting for television and it's like a 12-week master class and you've got um, Aaron Sorkin and you've got I mean so many different people on there that you can seek out their scripts that are online that you can pull and you can watch an episode of something on Netflix or Hulu and then pull down the script online and see how the script was written compared to how it played out on TV. There's just, so, just get going, just start writing, just start journaling, writing down those thoughts of those things of what you want to do. Um, when it comes to pharmacy, then, I mean, you're a little bit limited. You can't necessarily just get going with that. But I would just absolutely say that if you truly want to be a pharmacist, you truly want to make a difference in healthcare, just believe that you can do it, and believe that you can finish it is not necessarily the easiest path to take, because, like you said, before take it is so demanding, and those five years mm-hmm. that I was in pharmacy school, God bless my friends that stuck with me through that because there were some days that I was mean just because I hadn't slept in several days and I still had tests and I still had studying and I missed a lot of family activities because I wasn't able to go home because I had to study. I mean, it's almost like my life was put on pause um, in a sense for those five years. And um, so it will take a lot. But if it's truly what you believe you're supposed to do, then you'll push through it and have a reason to do it outside of, oh, I want to have a profession where I make good money because there's so many things where that you can do doing that, there's got to be something deeper within that's going to push you past all of the discomfort that it's going to take to reach
0: the goal. That's so good. Um, I actually took Shonda Rhimes Masterclass, girl, and honey, that yeah, was honey. the best 12 weeks because I really stuck to it. I learned a lot and I have like a lifetime I have lifetime access to that Masterclass. I can always go back and look at everything and just watch those videos and get those notes. So I definitely recommend um, the master classes because they have them for writers, producers, directors, <laughs> fashion designers, singers. Like it's a bunch of them. So definitely check out those master classes, guys. It's super, super dope, and I think it'll um, also help you. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, so we're gonna have a little fun real quick because you're. This is what I love about you, Ashia. When we're on Facebook and we watch the shows, it's the same thing. I'm like, who wrote this Like I would have I would have yeah. right there, or i would have did this or i would have yeah I, that's all i do i'm like okay so the writing is good that's the first thing before i see a character before i you know i'm like i need to know that the writing is like they took their time and really really wrote this thing that's how i feel about power mm-hmm. scandal and all of that so based on you loving your love for film and tv and all that what is your top five right now that you're watching like movies or tv shows they have good writing, good acting. Like who? What would you recommend people go, um, kind of binge watch mm, okay. or check out? All right.
1: So when it comes to TV, I would say talking about Shonda Rhimes, the girl is a beast. So Grey's, Grey's Anatomy mm. is that classic. I still watch Grey's even now. Um, it and I have watched every episode since the very first one, and I was in pharmacy school actually. When um and I told my my boss at the pharmacy, look, I have a class on Thursday nights. I'm not available because I had an appointment <laughs> <laughs> with Gray's Anatomy. Um, a yeah, appointment. But yeah, so I would say Gray's Anatomy. That would be so awesome, especially if you could go back to season one. Um, even up until now. So I would say Gray's Anatomy for sure. Girl. Then I would say um. I would say Little Fires Everywhere is really good. I'm really enjoying that. Um, And that's the new one with Kerry Washington and Reese Witherspoon um, on Hulu. And it's been really amazing. Now, that one, honestly, I I haven't been able to predict that one in terms of what the characters are going to say. Usually I can talk along with the TV or at least talk along with the episode and kind of guesstimate something about what's coming up next or what's about to happen. That one, I'm still finding my flow in that one, but I love that it keeps me on my toes because I'm like, oh, I. Yeah, that's,
0: that's like, giving you I a challenge. Wow, yes. Okay. Hmm. Who wrote this? Okay, so <laughs> yep.
1: the third would be money heist. Oh my goodness, Money Heist is a Netflix original show and it's actually based out of the Latin American market. And the interesting thing about it is it was a regular TV show, before Netflix picked it up, it was a regular TV show um, that was shown throughout Spain and after season one, it died. Like people didn't, it didn't do well at all. And then Netflix went and picked it up and they realized that the market outside of Spain loved it. So the American market um, really, really loved it. And all of a sudden, these people whose show had been canceled blew up, and they were celebrities. And it started um, all these, these. I mean, it just started all types of action in people's real lives. So I really love that. Um, it's just genius. The right how I, I like smart writing i enjoy watching things that and maybe Mm -hmm. that's the pharmacist part of me i don't want to be bored when i'm watching it i want to be stimulated intellectually and entertained at the same time and so money heist definitely does that keeping that in mind i really like mixed-ish so i'm not generally that big on comedies um because i want that intellectual stimulation and a lot of times what the people think is funny I don't think is funny. And so um uh, but Mixedish which is a spin-off from Blackish. So Blackish um Kenya Barris started Blackish and then they did Grownish which was a spin-off and then Mixedish was a spin-off as well. And I have thoroughly enjoyed Mixedish. It's based in the 1980s which is the same time period in which I grew up so I can relate a lot but it's a very smooth way of mixing comedy with um, history, with um, like cultural uh, ways and norms and ways of thinking and a little bit of sarcasm in there too. It is a beautiful, it's beautifully written the way that they're able to put all that together without it being offensive. Because sometimes when you start talking about culture than the way people think statements can be very offensive but the way they were able to write it and then um clothe it in comedy but you still feel like you're learning something oh that's just absolutely amazing so i would say those would be my top shows right now and then as far as movies i'm just gonna do a, a all-time Oh, my gosh. There's just so many <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this like, is hard girl, for you know, everybody. <laughs> girl, you know, you opened a can of worms mm-hmm. right there. I would say movie-wise, and this is probably, I mean, you can really see how big of, uh, much of a deep thinker I am. All-time, maybe not all-time favorite, but definitely in my top is Inception.
0: Mmm, that's, that's deep. deep. That's good.
1: That's deep. Oh, Inception. Deception. Anything he
0: does, honey, is really oh good.
1: Oh my gosh, yes, it's so good, and the parallel between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and reality and, um, you know, physical reality and then reality in our dream world and our dream life, I just, I love all of that as a big dreamer. Uh, I absolutely, I love all of that. I mean, I could probably watch that movie every day forever and just learn more and reflect in watching it to really dig deeper into myself as a result of the movie.
0: Yeah, so Inception is number is one of your top 5 movies. I love Inception. We just watched it maybe like a month or two ago. Um on one of our movie apps. And I love anything Leonardo does, child. He is just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's intentional with whatever he does. So that's the dude. No, what's good. Grace, I've never missed an episode of Grace Anatomy. I love Little Fires. And I love this. My husband cannot get into this, and I'm just like, dude, you gotta watch it because you no. know what? It's so weird because they really take you back, like back back then oh, during oh. the time of the music and just like all of the all of the real issues and stuff. And it really is not just um, you know geared towards people who are mixed race. It is like we. I think everybody can relate to to this show. And the stuff that that was going on during like during a time where Bo Rainbow Johnson was younger, and like the show is good to me. So you got some good you got some good picks. So I can get down. those. you, so, you sure. got some good picks. So listen real quick. I got this guest, guess that movie, and I'm gonna say a quote real quick. I I know you oh, can get Lord, it. Oh
1: Lord, I'm so nervous. I, <sighs> I
0: know you got it. I got. It. I know you got. It. So and these are my one some of my favorite movies. Okay, <laughs> the first one is i heard you had that nasty woman's disease (laughs) wait wait no not her i heard she had that nasty woman's disease (laughs) oh my god i love this movie i
1: have no idea what that is it's the color purple oh I can't see that being in the color purple, I absolutely, yes. that's one of my least favorite movies of all time. Least, I
0: love Steven Spielberg. I oh, It's oh my so God. sad. It's so, uh-uh. <laughs> That is my movie, girl. Woo! Okay, so this one, yeah, I know you're going to get this one. Marcus, darling. <laughs> Come on, is she uh... No, say that again. I just said, Marcus, Darling. <laughs> Ooh, um, oh, wait a I'm going to give you a hint. Eddie Murphy. That's not a hint.
1: <laughs> That's not a hint. Wait a minute. Oh, uh, boomerang.
0: Boomerang. Come on. Yay. Okay. Okay, good. So I don't know if you're going to get this one then. When did you fall in love with hip-hop? Oh, girl, yes. I'm
1: going to get
0: that one, Brown Sugar. yeah, Come on, man. Yes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, so I got you. Good, good, good job. So we got Color Purple, Boomerang, and Love, not Love Jones, um, Brown Sugar. Yeah, those are like three of my favorite movies.
1: Huh, okay.
0: Yes, yes. And, and what's love got to do with it? Just because I love Angela Bassett and whatever she does, mm-hmm. I can watch oh, that one all day, every day but super dope thank you so much that was fun she was like i ain't gonna get this (laughs) is that a clue
1: (laughs) girl and i was in this girl Mm. (laughs) i know right i like it even when you said that um it's like i could see her saying that but i'm like oh crap what movie was that in um yeah, so yay! I didn't do as bad as I expected to do.
0: Mm-mm, you did. You yeah. You got two. You got the second one. Um, and then you got the third one. Yeah, you good. You good. So two out of three.
1: Okay. Two out
0: of three. Yes, yes, yes. So is there anything um you have coming up that we need to look forward to from Ashia? Any projects? Anything that you know we can get excited about? Yes. So I am. <laughs> I am in the
1: midst of um, creating a newlywed confessional. Um, Ooh. Yeah, that thing is hot. It's really good. It's really, you know, it's very honest and very transparent. And I think it'll it'll help um, those other newlyweds, um, maybe even people that have been married for a while, but then even singles, just things that I've learned um, over the past year a year and a half but mixed with things that I wish I'd known um and then just the reality the realism of being married versus the fairy tale of being married and so Mm -hmm. it's really really good and so yeah so that's in the works and there's several different um components that will come with that so definitely be on the on the lookout for that I'm in the process of finishing that up
0: Amazing. Well, I'm excited. Can't wait till that comes out. I know there are going to be some newlyweds out there that, that will be super, super blessed and excited to um, be a part of that and read it. So yeah, I can't wait. So that means when that come, when you are ready to put that out, I got to have you back on the show so you can talk about it and tell everybody. Oh yeah, it. that'd be awesome. Yes. I would love, love, love to have you. So um, one last thing, and then I'm gonna let you go. So do you have a real-life BFF? Who is your real-life BFF? Yeah, so my real-life BFF
1: is my sister. Um, so I only have one uh, biological sister. I only have one biological sister, Andrea, and she's actually my little sister. Um, so she is almost six years younger than me, but she, ha- we've always been so close. We were blessed to always have separate bedrooms but we still slept in the same bed so we would spend three months and both sleep in my room and then we would spend three months and both sleep in her room and then we I mean so and we did this all the way literally up until I left to go to college um it's how close we've always been and she has been because I am so uh flowery in my thinking and colorful sometimes and she's much more black and white she brings a lot of balance And a lot of realism. When I'm camping out in La La Land and just going just total, then she'll bring a lot of realistic perspective. And so she has been my voice of reason for as long as she's been here. So about 30 years. And so, yeah,
0: she gets the BFF card for me. So oh, dope. I love sisterhood, man. It's just like the most beautiful thing. And that's really the basis of the show. Um, not just the BFF, the best friend forever, but also the beautiful, the fierce, and the faithful friend, mm-hmm. the one that keeps you 100, the one that you can talk to, the one that's not a yes person, that they don't mind being honest and real with you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want people to feel when they listen. And so I know that when they listen to you, that's what they're going to feel. I really appreciate you for being my BFF for the day. Yes. I'm excited to um, to know you, be around you, to you know, be inspired by you to be encouraged by you. So just know that um, you're definitely inspiration. You're definitely someone that, um, you know, I look up to, and I'm excited about your journey and all the things that you have going on. And that's all I have until you come back, honey. Child, that's it. Thank you for having me on. It has been a blast. And I'm super proud of you
1: for doing this, girl. You do you are doing the thing, honey. So, Thank you. So, yes. It's been encouraging just to watch you um and your journey blossom and expand. And you know, it's like, okay, you think you think you just know her as a singer, honey. She is so much more than that. You think you just know her as a script writer. She is so much more than that. So there's so much more. There's always so much more that you bring. And so girl keep doing your thing
0: thank you i appreciate that and i will thank you so much so i will talk to you next time girl. <laughs> Bye. thank you for listening to the bff podcast if you enjoyed the show please leave a review and a five-star rating not four not three not two and god not one definitely a five and until next time bff ciao bye